Ahoy, Joe Doyle here. As a former bricklayer turned property investor, I would not be where I am today if I didn't first learn the art of business. Nowadays, a big part of my life is helping other tradesmen grow their business and create wealth by sharing my knowledge, insights, and experience. Welcome to the Tradesman Survival Guide podcast. All of the strategies discussed in my podcast are taken directly from my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, which is available at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG. TSG, of course, being Tradesman Survival Guide. What an amazing time to be alive, people. Actually, what an amazing decade to be alive, people. Today's episode is actually a good one, right? We're in the middle of doing a 30-day challenge right now, and we've got John Kennedy from kennedy bespoke woodcraft in carlo and we're just chatting about some of the different activities and bits and bobs that are ongoing currently in the 30 day challenge i like to go after things and kind of burst you know um you'll you'll hear a lot of people they'll be in business for a long time and yet they won't have ever made any money and they'll be just tipping away at the same pace day in day out for long long times and I, i believe the problem there is that there's no there's no motivation or there's no incentive to just go pick a target and go after it. And that's why I love doing a 30-day challenge. So, you know, I, I do it in business. I do it when I'm training. You know, we pick something, we go after, we, we get in shape, you know, whether that's the race. It's normally a little bit longer than 30 days. But, you know, you, you pick your marathon or whatever it is you're going to do. You train for it. You get it out of the way. You know, you, you tick that box. You have a little celebration. You calm down for a week and then you go at it again. And... I think that whole notion of going up and down in terms of your level of effort that you're you're applying to something, it works far better than just going on and on and on, you know. So you'll hear now in, in today's episode, myself and John chatting away about different tactics and strategies that we're utilising in the 30-day challenge. And I, I would highly recommend that that some that you have a go at it yourself. Uh, like, look, you can do it with me when we're doing them or you can do it on your own. So what we do is we put a little link in the in the notes here in the description where you can get your own 30 day challenge blueprint which is basically the, the the how-to guide as to how we do a 30 day challenge and how you should go after go after it yourself it's obviously much better when you're doing the 30 day challenge with other people because they're everybody's holding each other accountable and they're you know they're you know you don't want to let the team down and you don't want to let yourself down and you have somebody to report your your victories to as well because let's be honest like it's it's a lonely place in business at times, you know. And when you have people that are on the same wavelength as you and everybody's rooting for each other, it just it just makes the whole journey that much more enjoyable, you know. So I hope you enjoyed the, the chat with myself and John Kennedy. John's a cool dude and I expect some really good stuff from his business over the next while. He's he's really making good good improvements as it is. So uh, look, hope you, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. It's, it's good to, to do the calls live to the group, the reason being... You get the, the lads will get to know who you are, what you do, or they'll message and say, Where's that lad there? You know, what's that lad doing? Well, can you get the people never really remember the lads' names, but they remember where they were from or what they do, you know? We're a carpenter stroke cabinet maker. Carpenter stroke cabinet maker, yeah. In Carlo. And what's a typical job for yourself? Um carpentry work. General carpentry work. Say wardrobes and carpentry work. Yeah. Okay, and how's business going? Uh, pretty good at the minute. We we were pretty chatting good. the other day, and and you 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 had got a decent job in, hadn't you? We got a lot of work in since Christmas. Hell of a lot of work in since Christmas. Kind of um, ran a few Facebook ads and stuff. Um, I'm getting a lot of inquiries off it. Um, sold a good few jobs. So brilliant, good. brilliant. That's good. So what what is we're the big? Asked, 
We're booked out probably till the first week of March at the minute. Nice, nice. Okay. So, yeah, we got... Well, that's actually, what, seven weeks' work? Yeah. Okay. No, I've a lot, a lot more priced and waiting on a lot of go-aheads and a lot more. Right. Okay. And um, what's different for you now this time than before? I would have before. I would have kind of kept maybe four to five work ahead of me at one one time. Um, four to five weeks? Whereas, sorry? Did you say you, you would have kept four to five weeks ahead of you? Yeah, there thereabouts. Now, we would have ran down maybe to two at times and then got back out on the road again. Right. But um, I'm kind of keeping the foot down now, so I am. Brilliant. Okay. That's that's what we want. Now, we we asked you what was the biggest challenge in the business for yourself. And these are your uh, your words, not mine. Organisation, full stop, I'm a disaster. Yeah? Yeah. And you actually put two full stops after disaster to, em- to emphasise... How much of a disaster yeah. you are, right? So, what do you mean by that? And don't be so fucking hard on yourself either, man, yeah? But what do you, what do you mean by basic, a disaster? Basic, just kind of... I had no paperwork, okay? I was having trouble getting paid in jobs. Um, invoicing, I'm actually pretty good at. Okay. In, invoice to go for the last three years. Yeah, pretty good. Use it. Do the invoice when I'm pulling away from the house. Send it, okay? Um taking credit card payments we were all done on either cash or transfers okay um, so you're depending on a customer to either send a transfer to you and then you're ringing them back a week later going you know any chance of that few pounds yes well, I'll do it tonight for you um, just terms and conditions and stuff like that I hadn't anything like that it was always kind of handshake and away we go okay whereas um, since Christmas I've kind of put all of that in place Yes. Um, where This is where you stand with me. This is where I stand with you. Yeah. So, kind of, that's been received actually pretty okay, so it has. I've had no one really question it. Okay, brilliant. So, I get everyone now to sign the bottom of the quotation with all the list of terms and conditions on the bottom. Yes. Um, so, so far, so good with that. Okay. So, it is. Did you, um, watch, did you watch the videos in the Tradesman Survivor Guide? I did. I watched them before Christmas there. Yeah. Brilliant, because that is that is every single thing that you're doing right now is in the tradesman survival guide. So, and and for any of the lads watching the video here, like if if you're struggling with terms and conditions or paperwork, you know, did that help you, John? I suppose is the question I need to ask you. It did. It did. Look, I I've done all the paperwork, but I think some I need to do a few little tweaks and stuff with it. Yes. Um, just I'm started using it now, and it's kind of I'm figuring out that I should have had just that and the other in there. Um. Just for, I have my QS sheets and all that done as well. Yeah. Signing that, brilliant. Yeah. So I am. Signing, let's say, on a 2,000 euro job, yeah. the prices have gone up probably 500 quid. You mentioned that the so last day. That's good. That's fucking great. Yeah. Like. And and yeah. how how are you putting your prices up 500 quid? Like, what's what's allowing you to do that? I'm, all my materials down to screws, everything is going in on the, in on the price when I'm, when I'm actually pricing it right I'm actually I took your advice and put in the profit first brilliant okay. John John can I, I stop you here I want to say one thing to you I fucking love you man I'm impressed yeah I am impressed Look, here I am, I am very it's like impressed I, it's like I said to you when I was talking to you the last time I'm three or four years at this it hasn't worked up to now yes okay. I've been just scratching a living out of it and paying the bills Yes. Right. Going out this year and doing the same thing I done 
the other years, it's not going to get me any further, really. It's just saying fucking madness, really, isn't it? Yes, for Einstein said that, so we have to believe him, yeah? Mm. Yeah. So oh, you're, you just mm. embraced these different... You know, you're, you're embracing certain aspects of of the training that we have here within the group, yeah? Yeah. Right. Now, let me explain to you, if, if I can, and, and this is not for you, and it's not for me, but this is for the other lads that's that's watching in here, right? So, this is not about emotion, or about what will they think, or what, this is just about, okay, doing it. And it, it's, it's, it's like, I'm impressed, because the last day we spoke, you told me you're at the bag in a few decent sales. Then you, th- then you messaged me saying you got your QS sheets, you got your terms and conditions, all that sort of stuff. Once you've got all this paperwork in order and you're confident in the processes within your business, that comes across then when you're out with your clients and you're trying to sell more work, you know? Well, I go in now, I even went to as far as I got, went off and got myself kind of a little briefcase and I've all my paperwork in there, I've all my brochures, everything is together. I walk in now and I open that up and it kind of looks a little bit better. Brilliant. Um, kind of, before I was going in with the diary and scribbling in the diary and yeah. kind of drawing on it, whereas I've everything, I kind of had a survey sheet that I used to bring with me all the time before, but I've kind of even ramped that up since, so I have a little bit. Brilliant. Um, now, like, I started, I done a job last week, one job in particular last week, kept the track of all my materials as they were going in, when I finished the job, done a profit and loss on it. Brilliant. Myself, the two guys, one day in the workshop, myself and another guy to fit it last Thursday, and I had 1,300 euros clear out of that job. Brilliant. Brilliant. Now, I, I know for certain, because the figures were all done, after, I never done that with a job when I finished it. I was like, just carry on and go on. But you see, it's or not no. that you made 1,300. You knew the next day exactly how much money you made. Exactly. Yeah. And I never had that figure before. Yeah. That's brilliant. That is, that is brilliant. That is... That is the key to it. That is, the, that is what you need because the next stage then you go to something else and you go to something else, you know. But we, you need to have transparency all along the way. Or if somebody asks you to price another job, you've got scope there to maybe knock 300 yeah. quid off if it came down to it because you know yeah. you'd still pull a grand, you know. I've already, I think, sold another job to that, that girl's father, I think, out of it. So I have sold. Brilliant. Brilliant. Can I talk to you about something on the on the uh, the credit card payments now in a minute? But tell me about that girl first, yeah. Yeah. Well, I set up a, I set up the Stripe account. No, I've set it up. Um, right. I actually have to still verify it. Like I haven't okay. got finished completely finished yet. Um, we're going to try and kind of give that a go now in the next week or so and see what happens there. Yeah. Brilliant. Let me explain to you what we need to do here, John. Right. You know when a client calls you and you go out and you price a job, and they give you the go-ahead. Yeah. Do you take... Do you take... Uh, do you take a deposit off them? We work on a 50% deposit all the time. Okay, 50%. Okay, that's good, right? Well, this is what I think you should do, right? You know your work schedule that you give to the, to the clients? Yeah. Right, now just, just hear me out on this here, right? So, what you need to do is you need to get their credit card number on your system ASAP. So whether you take a 500 quid deposit or a 50% deposit, whatever the fuck it is, it makes no difference, right? Get the credit card number on the system, right? Make sense, yeah? Yeah. In your schedule of works, yeah? Yeah. In the terms and conditions, 
you need to let them know that upon signing of the completion docket for the job, the card will be charged for the remaining balance, yeah? Yep. Right. Now, if you're doing a five grand job, it's going to cost you 50 quid or 60 quid for that credit card transaction, right? But yep. the, the difference about the difference in the way I'm talking to you about, and this is what I believe Brian Hayes should do as well, right? Is that if you do it this way, you're charging the card when you're good and ready. This is right, and you're you're actually paying yourself instead of yes, the customer being paid. Yes, now, yeah. now, now you have it. So, yeah. we do up a, and if you want to do something up and send it to me, I'll happily review it for you and give you my thoughts on it there, right? But if right. you put it into the terms and conditions that there's a card held on file, and upon completion of the job, when the job is signed off, the 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 balance will be charged. Yeah. Right? And it then it's you take control. You're taking control. But what you need to have... To, now, here, here's the thing, right? Most clients aren't fucking you about, right? They're just lazy and they're distracted or whatever else, yeah? It's the, it's the two or three that you get a year that you remember. You don't remember the hundreds of others. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's what it is, you know? But it's about... See, if two or three a year happens for you and it's in your head every day... Well then, you're not look. You're going about your business. Look, I, I know you do this because I'm doing the fucking same thing. I'd be running down the road and I'd be thinking, "Geez, I buy that house there now, and I could rent that, and I could do this, and I could do that." And then if I got, if I got better, if I got more people into the fifty-two steps, I can do this and I can do that. And the mind is going right. And yeah. I know you're down there and you're you're putting in a wardrobe, and but you're in the zone and you're like, "Geez, I must ring your woman down there now and I get that job done because that's a grand job. There's ten grand that I'll clear about two and a half for myself. That's grand. The missus wants something. I'll throw her a grand. I'll put two or fifteen hundred into the bank. You know the way the mind goes yeah. a million miles an hour, right? And and there's no point anybody in this group telling me that they don't think like that because I know they do, right? That's all creative and progressive thinking, right? But when you're like, I hope this fucker pays me now and there's no fucking acting the bollocks because you know what? I'm not in the fucking mood for this and I told the missus I'd get an extra grand this week. You know all that sort of stuff. When you hear yeah. all that, when all that's going around in your head, right? It's just, it's just, uh, what would you call it? It's just stunting your creativity. I so, if you put this system... Go on, yeah, talk it to happened, me. It happened to me Christmas week the right. last two years in a row. Fuck, okay. tell me what happened. Last year was only a small amount. This year gone by was three and a half thousand. Okay? Right. I, every excuse under the sun not to pay. Yeah. Right. Tried to put me off till the new year. Tried everything they could. I gave the Christmas in a panic then, sitting in the van working, how am I going to pay holiday pay? How yeah. am I going to give her money? How am I going to have money for kids for Christmas? Yeah. It's just unnecessary stress that you don't need. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. And it, 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 it ate into another week's work. So it did. Yeah. yeah. You, don't, um, you don't need that bullshit. No, you don't. Yeah. You're, you're dead right. You're dead right, you know. So we get these systems going on. And, and I've noticed different things about the work I do here. And, you know, sometimes... You know, if if things aren't going in a certain manner, there's just not worth the fucking hassle. Like, if it's falling outside yeah. the box for want for better words, you know. Yeah. So once you've got this little system here, you'd be grand, right? And let me give it. Let me tell you a little story. What does happen, right? I I'd often go to rent a property to somebody, right? And any time I ever got got uh, any time I ever got problems with tenants and properties, right? It was always got to do with myself 
given someone else the job of putting the tenant in place, right? And I'll go out and yep. I'll look the tenant in the eye and I'm generally okay. I'll pick the right guy, I'll nail it to a T, right? And I'll say to him, now listen, no fucking about here and I'll give them a, a few little, you know, and we'll have a bit of crack, right? And then I'll say, right, sure, ring me tomorrow or I'll see you this evening or whatever else. And then sometimes then what happens is you're ringing the fella and he doesn't take the call or you have to meet him the next day and he doesn't turn up, right? The reason why that is because he's going to be a fucking problem from the start, yeah? And he's yeah. realised now that you're not taking any bullshit and he's gone away. So how that will trans- that he's going to go somewhere else, how this will translate into your business is if you go and tidy this up and tighten it up about payments here, payments there, all that sort of stuff, if they've got any inkling that they're not going to be able to follow through on that, they'll just say, oh, look, we'll we do it another time. Mm. Or they'll put you off yeah, or whatever yeah. else. And you're you're diverting a lot of hassle, you know? Well, I have a saying, Irish people always um, they miss their kindness for stupidity. Yes. And if they see see that you're kind of trying to help them out and whatever, or you're trying to do a little bit, you'll do a little bit extra for them and don't, you know, make something small and don't charge them. Yes. Just to get it over the line. They then just set about completely riding you altogether. And that's what happened with yeah. that job before Christmas. And isn't it, isn't it so. unfortunate, isn't it? Because we'd like to think, you know, we're all going out doing a bit to help, to help, help humanity, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but look, this this is what it is. But no, that's that's guys, a good go on. The guy the guys got sat down the first morning back, brought them in, brought all into the office, gave them a letter each explaining how things are happening from now on. Yes. I have have them on a clocking in and out system, but they also got told not a screw is to be put in a wall for even a picture without my permission anymore. Yes. I said if they want it done, they're paying for it and that's it from here on in. Yeah, that's fair enough. It, it just uh, with that before Christmas it was just they started taking the piss like altogether. Right, so the clients did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. They thought right. then. They thought then that oh, we'll push them out till after Christmas and we won't pay them and we will do, we'll do anything we can to kind of slow it down and we're not at home and we're not this that and the other. Just trying to stop us from finishing so they couldn't pay. So they wouldn't pay. Yeah. Yeah. And, no. and if I can be very honest with yourself, there, John, right? Some of that will be true, and some of it will be your the story you're telling yourself because you've got caught yeah. a few times in the past, yeah? yeah? Yeah, So once you tighten up on all this system, all that sort of stuff will just go away. That's kind of what I'm seeing. Like yeah. this, this is a list of what we're doing for you. Anything extra is charged. Yes. Anything that we didn't see will be charged. And did you yes. see that on the work schedule that we have saved in the group here? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. What's it? The company cannot be responsible for works that were not known or visible during the initial inspection. I think that's the exact words. Um, unless works listed on this, they are not included. That's it. And pe- like people just know. Yeah. And and they just they just stop fucking about, you know. So where do you see? Where's the next blockage in the business for yourself? Where's the next thing that we need to tackle for you? Um, I just I still need to get more organised. Um, materials coming in for jobs. Um, having stuff ready on time, everything going on the van on the day when it's supposed to go. Yeah. Not turning up to a job, let's say, and running to get a box of screws because someone forgot to put them in. Or yeah. And do you stock you all know, this in your own workshop? Do you? We stock most of it, with us, yeah. Right. Okay. So it is. So now I have the sheet done. That when a job is being loaded, the guys need to tick everything off. One guy is in charge of ticking everything off going in. Brilliant. If you're missing something. Tell me before I leave town. Yeah. I get it before I leave town no more running around like that um, 
that's kind of starting to go into play now and we're trying to kind of get more organised that way. Brilliant. Look, we couldn't work any harder than what we were doing. Yeah. So it's trying to be more efficient at what we're doing. Well, did you ever hear me saying the three stages of, of, of running a business? It's the three stages of growing a business. Do more, get better, build a team, yeah? That's it. So you are walking around the clock. So let's do more. Do more as maxed out. You're in the get before better Christmas, stage. Before Christmas, I turned this off at half one in the morning some mornings. Be yeah. back loading to go to Dublin at six. It's, it was crazy. You don't mind doing that if you're making absolutely astronomical money. But if you're doing it just to cover the, the bills and, and break even, no, it's not. It's not right, no, you know? It's not, no. Yeah. And when you get, like, you're on a nice little journey here now. And I have to say, man, it's refreshing to hear the progress you're making. It really, really is, right? But what you will find is, as you keep going, problems will stop coming your way. It actually, It's actually easier to run a company that's profitable than it is to run a company that's not making any money. Yeah. Because you don't have the, the brain damage that comes along with that, you know? I'm starting to see see changes already in it and in how things are running. Brilliant. Um, things are starting to get a little bit smoother. and Look, even my own guys just telling them that this is, this is the way I want it done. This is the time you're starting every morning. This is yeah. the time you're finishing every evening. Stick to this. They're on the clock and in and out system. Now Talk so to me about that. And... Talk to me about that, the clock and in and out system. It's... Look, both of the guys had trouble with it last week. So we're going to have to look at a different app, I think, for doing it. Okay. Um, we're in Castleknock this week. So, so where do they the clock in? Do they clock in when they get the site? The clocking when they get the site, the app we were using actually pin the pin dropped in so knew that they were there. They couldn't clock in halfway up the road to Dublin in the mornings. Yeah. So I got like a location that they clocked in here and they clocked out here. Yeah. Um they were having trouble signing in and out of it last week. I need to sit down and have a look at it and see if it's the app or if we need to look at something different for them. What are you paying for that? No. What's it called? It was uh on the clock was what I was using. No, we were having trouble with it. We were having a lot of trouble with it last week. Can I give you my advice? Yeah. You go, how many employees do you have? Two. Set up a group for each employee. So yeah. a group, you know, give me give me one of your employees' first names. Uh, Tom. Okay, so there's a group for John and yeah. Tom. And then there's a group for John and whatever your employee's name is, right? And it's okay. called, the first one's called Tom's Working Hours. Yeah. And it's quite simple. When he gets to the job, he drops the pin. Yeah. Right? And before he leaves every day, he drops the pin. Do you have fixed hours with these boys? Sorry? Do you have fixed hours with them? A day. Do you have fixed hours? Do they work the same hours each day? Oh, yeah. They're working fixed hours now, yeah. Where before, we were all over the place. Yeah, so what you just do is, you tell the lads, look at lads, I need this. You drop the pin every day. And the beauty about that is um, you can go back and look at it whenever you want, you know? And that's the, that's with the thing because some of our work can go on for a week or two and you're going back trying to remember who was here that day and who yes. was there that day. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Get them to work. write the address. In, in, in the, get them to write the address in the comment and just drop a pin. Yeah. That's a simple way over. Yeah. That's, that's what I would do. Um, and they can set an alarm on their phone Five past nine, quarter past, ten past nine every day. Check in. And then yep. five to five, check out. Yeah. 
and you know you tell them you're not going to nail them to the floor for five minutes here either either way but if you if you have them checking in at 10 past nine and checking out at 10 to five that gives them the few minutes to, to in case they start saying oh if the fucking do all this sort of stuff you just leave it and there's one group for each man and you just roll from there yeah and and you can see it there that's what i would do because i'm forever dropping pin. and also if you go to a job and the client's not there there's no point in ringing them or heading off just drop a pin so they can see where you were at that exact time you know yeah it's a handy little tool you know and uh it is yeah. it's it's just it's worthwhile you know it's worthwhile doing that's what that's what i would say and also then you can add in if you've got someone that does your books in the office or whatever else you can add them into the group you know yeah to, to keep an eye then you know so no let, it's it's working fine let, let me just ask you something else there before we wrap up there john and then you, 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 we can we can schedule another call right so you said you need to get more organized where exactly in what area do you need to get more organized at this point now um, I spend a lot of time in the van okay. at the minute. I spend a ridiculous amount of time in the van. The 10 euro, 100 euro, 1,000 euro tasks last week kind of brought that to a head a little bit as well. Okay, brilliant. Um, good carpenters. Having terrible trouble finding good carpenters. I'm just going through men for sport at the minute. Um, come to the conclusion maybe a van drive for two or three days a week would be a cheaper option. Right, so, interesting. And is is that to drop materials? That's collect material and drop material, yeah. Either you see, that or, or hiring an outside company to do it for me. You see, I think it's a good call, John, for you to be floating from job to job. Because you can yeah. be doing ongoing customer care as opposed to just waiting till the end. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, that's one of my selling points is that I turn up, yeah. I meet you, I sell you the job. I'm also there on the manufacturing. I'm also there for the fitting. Yeah, no, you don't um, need to be on the on the job constantly and exclusively. But if if you're popping your head in the door of each job every day, that would be a good call, in my opinion, rather than hiring a courier. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you're you're thinking this, outside the box and you have a presence on this, the jobs then as well. You know, this was where the ten euro task and stuff come in. I was trying to do everything, um, whereas some of it was probably costing me money to do. I should have been on the job watching what was going on and been there doing the work myself whereas I'm going to the hardware for silly little stuff that one of the guys could go and run and get are you on the tools yourself every day are you uh, most days since since Christmas not as much as I used to be right okay let, let me ask you something here right um, did you do your make or break board I did okay you done up the make or break sheet you know how much your company needs to bring in on a daily basis to make 500 quid, yeah? I had to, um, I had no Microsoft Office or anything like that, so yeah. I bought that actually last week. Now, I haven't done the sheet, but i done my own set of figures on it, um, put everything in and worked out. I have it done per weekly basis because a lot of my jobs go for a week. Right, so they do. right. Will you do me a uh, favour? Because you're a bit, like, if you work it out, if you do it the way we do, you won't have any problems, yeah? Yeah. And what will happen is, you know, when you make no money on a particular day, you get minus, minus, minus. So what will happen is you'll have four days of a minus and then you'll have the fifth day, you'll have all the profit on that day and that'll that'll balance out the previous stuff. Does that make sense? Yes. But just just do that and will you mark the units as complete when you go through them, yeah? I will. There's a couple of them there that you've missed out. Now, did you make the changes to your personal Facebook page? I did. I done that last, I uh, done that at the weekend. Did you? Okay. Am I allowed checking now? Am I? It's terrible, isn't it? Like not, yeah. Not checking, checking people's homework there. You know. Uh, let's have a look there. Founder and managing director at Bespoke Woodcraft. 
Specialist and fitted bedroom and kitchen furniture. Brilliant. That looks good. That looks tops, man. And we scroll down there. Um, we need to see one picture every single day. That's where I struggle a little bit to put up stuff. I should be putting up more. Yeah, and listen, it's just an excuse because it's only a fucking picture. It's two minutes, yeah? Um, yeah. You, have to, you have to do it. You have to do it, you know? Um, the picture that you have there... Um, about of the bedroom there. I don't know if it's the best the best picture to use. To be honest, you know that. No, well, I, she said it to me. I wanted to get the van washed at the weekend. I never got it done. Brilliant. She said to me, "We'll go, go out and take a picture and put yeah. it up on us." It. It'll That'll do for of, now. Yeah, that's kind of where we were at with that. Yeah, now that that makes sense. Yeah, but just be sure to to share pictures of your work every single day. Yeah. You know, just just one thing every single day. It'll make a big big difference. Yeah. But you're it's on the, you're on the right track here, John. You know. Yeah, no, it's just to get, um, we're trying to get the Facebook page. We we started uh, Facebook page last October. Okay. And it's just trying to get people in and trying to get the volume in there. Okay. It was slow. Now, I ran a few ads um, after Christmas there. They brought in some. Um, we're tricking around with bits and pieces. We're doing 450 likes, I think, today. Okay, let me have a look. So, Kennedy Bespoke Woodcraft, yeah? Yeah. It's a nice picture you have there on that one. But look, the reason why I tell people to start with their personal page is it's free. Yeah. Um, and we start there first, you know. Mm. So, you know, it's better to start with the free stuff first, you know. Uh, but that's not bad work you've done on the actual work page, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I would like to see something like that. on Like, here, here's the... Here, actually, here, do something for the crack, right? Go and take a picture of your van and uh, write up on a picture of a job you've done, yeah? Yeah. And write the post on your personal page and then write the exact same post on your business page, yeah? Right. And wait to see the difference. Right. You will get 10 to 20 times more engagement on your personal page. Okay. Right, so go and do that and then that will that will convince you that you're better off doing as much to the personal page as you can for now. Okay. And then we'll start, we look at ads then and all that sort of stuff later on, you know? Okay. So look, we've a lot of stuff to do, John, but you're making good progress. Yeah. I'm I'm delighted to hear the progress you're making there, right? So my suggestion there is book in for another call and be sure to just mark those units as complete as you're going through them and get that make or break. You've got your laptop and all set up now as well, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Follow the make or break board exactly as we've been doing it, yeah? The reason yeah. being then is because if you send me on something, I know exactly whether it's right or wrong just by looking at it, you know? 100%. Right, John. It's been a pleasure, my man. I'm going to let you go and I'll chat to you soon. No matter, John. So, folks, that concludes another episode of the Tradesman Survival Guide podcast. Don't forget that all of the tactics and strategies discussed in today's podcast are from my book, The Tradesman Survival Guide, which is available to buy online at www.joedoyle.ie forward slash TSG. TSG being, of course, short for The Tradesman Survival Guide.